Welcome to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast, where we are going to overcome our fears, doubts, and insecurities. I'm your host, Felicia Wallace, and I would like for you to join me on my journey to slaying my own self-doubt, and hopefully you slaying some of yours as well. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. It's your girl, Felicia Wallace. Uh, I just want to start out by saying, again, as always, thank you so much to all of the new listeners and the continued listeners. Your support means everything to me. I'm always in amazement of just like watching or knowing or hearing somebody say something about the podcast. And I'm still at this phase of like, who me? You talking about me? Um, because I be forgetting sometimes. But also... It is that the self-doubt journey, it continues to happen. Like, I doubt myself all the time. Like, is anybody really listening? Is it just my mother and my husband and my cousins listening? I I, I don't be knowing because I don't ask them, like, did you listen to my podcast? But, you know, they'll tell me when they do and give me feedback or whatever. And so I'm just appreciative of everybody who just continues to listen. It definitely, I don't want anybody thinking that, I, you know, it does not mean in every single um subscribe rate review download play all of those things they it matters to me like it, it really really does so I do want you um to know that I am definitely appreciative of it I've had a couple of people who have referred the podcast to other people and I get feedback from that as well so you know if you really think somebody would benefit from my journey and just hearing my story, please share it with them. I may male or female, because we all deal with self doubt. We all deal with worrying about whether or not we're worthy of whatever it is that God has called on our life. So um, if I'm helping at least one person, I'm grateful, but I definitely know that this platform is here to be able to let people know that they are not alone. Um, the other thing I wanted to just mention in the beginning is that if you all have any questions or any topics, you know, um, please email me at um, slayingselfdoubt at gmail.com. I, you know, most of these topics and the things I talk about really come from me and my journey and the things that I'm working through or some things that I've, I'm, you know, I worked on and I, I only know the stuff that God has presented me with that he's making me kind of be accountable for. So if there's things that you feel like you would like my advice on, because basically that's what it is, right? <laughs> is my advice just let me know it may be something that I actually have been through I just don't know whether or not y'all want to hear it and so I'm always mindful of that too like do I really want to tell them that Uh, I don't know so you know God's still working on me in that way as well but if you have anything just please send me an email slayingselfdoubt at gmail.com it'll be in the show notes as well so I've been having a pretty good week this week. I feel like all of the things are aligning together. I feel like everything that I am trying to set out to do is kind of falling into place and finding a place. I didn't, you all know, I didn't feel like this three months ago when I first started. And I really feel like that um, everything is just, it's, it's changing in a way for the positive. And I'm just super grateful. I have, I told y'all last week that it's, lot of things kind of going on I've been trying to really make sure that I get the foundational piece of what it is that I'm trying to do you know what I think is maybe one of the biggest struggles is not really about like what happens after the fact like I really feel like I want the foundation to be strong so I feel like I'm putting all the work in now and that part feels like I don't know if I'm you know going to 
be able to handle it all but oddly enough it doesn't feel like work and I was talking to my cousin and she's just like that's what happens when you're like working in your purpose and you find your sweet spot like it doesn't feel like work like my husband said the other day it seems like you're working now more than you were before and I was like I don't even feel overwhelmed though before in my regular nine to five and trying to juggle kids family all that stuff you know being a a wife going to sport events doing stuff within the church volunteering serving all this child I was like I need sleep I need a Pepsi something and you know the other part so y'all know that I am well maybe I think I did mention it but if I didn't here we go again so I am fasting from alcohol and Pepsi well sodas sodas in general but Pepsi specifically because I'm addicted to them. So I had to stop that. <laughs> so I've been drinking like sparkling water. My kids hate it, but it's it's working out for me because I just like the combination. But anyway, one of the reasons why I felt like God was forcing me to fast specifically from alcohol and just some other things that I was putting into my body, like I'm coming back on carbs and everything, is because I, it was making me tired and I was, you know, it was a distraction. Um, the alcohol was a distraction. Like if I would get frustrated or things weren't really, um, I don't know, going as planned, you know, you have a stressful day, you come in the house, you drink a glass of wine and you're like, Oh, okay. You feel better. But then you're tired. And so then nothing gets accomplished. So I knew that there was a purpose for it. I just didn't know how much of an impact it was going to make. And it's so crazy. Like I still really, really, really want a Pepsi. And I do want a glass of wine, but I don't have the desire for it. Like, I'm really just like, I got to get this done. And so it's just making my focus like it may sound weird, but if you knew my life prior to all of this, you'd be like, no, she right. She right. So super excited about it. Um, And I just I don't know. Like I said, this week is just it's been a really, really good week. And so I'm just and my husband was off on Friday. So I got to spend the day with him and I'm just Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm happy, y'all. Like, this is like happiness. And I just wanted to share the happiness with everybody, okay? Um, all right, so today we're going to talk about something that's really big to me because it took me forever to really, one, recognize that I had this problem, and two, deal with it, okay? So here we go. Forgiveness. No one's favorite word. <laughs> I don't know. And then especially in light of what's been going on with um, the trial with the young lady in Dallas who um, accidentally mistaken the guy in her apartment and killed him. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about whether or not the brother should have, you know, out like said out loud that he forgave her and give her a hug and the judge and all this other stuff um I think honestly just in speaking about that to each his own I understood everybody's viewpoint of where they were coming from in regards to like African Americans and why we feel like we always have to apologize or take the L or whatever have you at the same token I you know I feel like if that's his journey and that's his walk and he's that close with God that you know he's willing to go ahead and do that if that's what we're trying to get to honestly as Christians if we're really believers and we say that we want to be Christ-like is that not what Jesus would have done if he was here I'm just I just saw what I was wondering when I was listening to other Christians say stuff I just was kind of like did Jesus not do that I'm not sure but whatever you know I'm minding my business anyway I am not like Jesus and I have had a serious problem with forgiveness 
of other people. I was someone or, you know, I still have tendencies and I, but I'm able to check myself now, but it was a process for me to realize that I even had an issue with forgiving other people. I was somebody who would be like, if you made it to my list, that was it. Once you was on my list, as far as I was concerned, you was dead to me. It didn't really, it did not matter who you were, what the offense was, family, friend, somebody else, friend. It only, it didn't matter. Like if I was mad, we all were mad together. Like that's, that's how we, we, we doing this. Right. And it really was, I want to say probably in the last two to three years, I really was struggling with it because initially so the way I would be like people were on my list and they were dead to me it didn't bother me if I never saw them now if they were ever in my presence I can't out petty the best the best of them okay so if you're gonna be petty I'm gonna out petty you point blank in the period I don't ain't no cut cards in my stuff if I don't fool with you I you gonna know it you gonna know it from my body language you gonna know it from everything about me be like "Mm, don't even don't even say nothing to her because I'm gonna give you the face like oh I know you ain't think you was, you thought I was going to respond. Oh, okay. So I had an, came, had an incident or was in several situations where regardless of the circles, the person, there was somebody that I felt like wronged me. And whether it was talking about me behind my back and whether it was a miscommunication of some, uh, you know, uh, uh, miscommunication of events whether it was something that they actually did to me um whether you know in a relationship in a friendship in you know it it doesn't matter the circumstances there was no I did not discriminate on cutting people off and as I got older I realized that I was stuck in my right of like well they did this to me so I'm entitled to feel the way that I feel I had a conversation one day with my mom because um at that point my right in being right was wrong and I had found myself in a situation where I was so in my pettiness that I made it uncomfortable for other people I was in a situation where because of you know it's like 50 people somewhere there's one person that I'm not getting along with that everybody else is feeling my negative energy because I don't want that one person to talk to me I don't want that one person to to look at me and look in my direction and at that point me and that person had not had a conversation we had not said anything to each other you know there was communications with other people around us like maybe y'all should talk and I was good you know And my mom just was really like, you know, what is it that it's going to take to get you to like get over this? And, you know, for me, I was like, I don't really care, blah, blah, blah. She's like, but you do care. You care because you're carrying it. You care because you're making it uncomfortable for all of us. And I had to really stop and be like, okay. She, she did say, you know, if I'm making it uncomfortable for like, what were my actions, right? So that's one incident. Then I had another incident where, you know, we know that um, my, me and my son's father are not together. And that situation like changed a lot of things for me. Um, and that action that he took that put us in that situation made me so, um, I don't know, like, 
hard towards him but because of my son we had to move forward and so I didn't have a chance to be cut him off because we were still I had to put my big girl drawers on and I had to be able to take care of our son together if nothing else for him I wanted us to be able to co-parent so I was able to fake it until I can make it right but I still never did the work and as I sat back and realized really what forgiveness meant you know and here's the thing I could have conversations with people all day and be like you need to forgive them let it go forgiveness is for you it's a gift you know it's not about trust it's about because people have to earn their trust it's about releasing that burden off your back I was saying all of that and was not living not near nothing and I really had to go through this process of like figuring out what it was and how I could get through it. So these are the steps that I took to be able to allow myself to forgive the people I needed to forgive. Now, again, forgiveness is not forgetting. Forgiveness is not trust. Just because you forgive somebody does not mean that automatically y'all friends. Doesn't mean that automatically y'all gotta be bond up and back together or talking every day or whatever have you. But it does mean that you can operate in the space of peace if you're ever in that person's presence. And then you have to evaluate whether or not holding on to that is more harmful to you okay so the first thing I had to do was which is something that I think in any step of like growing is just acknowledgement right so I had to take myself back to those incidents and I literally did this on paper right okay so I wrote down I'm gonna tell y'all the truth I had like 15 people on this list like 15 people that went back to like 98 I'm not I'm not swelling to y'all at all like went back to 98 I wrote down these people's names because I knew I listen you got somebody on your list you already know who who you as soon as I say something about forgiveness I can guarantee you everybody thought of somebody that they was like not her not him I can't do it yep that person go ahead write that down so I wrote their names down and one by one I had to write down you know, the offense, like what was the offense that they caused? So, you know, for some person, it was lying. Somebody else, it was cheating. Somebody else was talking about me behind my back. Somebody else was a miscommunication. Most of the other people, I couldn't remember. I literally was like, I don't even know. Why? I'm not sure. And so I wrote, (laughs) not applicable, right? Oh my gosh. So I went to, I did that. And then I read a book from Serge X Roberts called Don't Settle for Safe. In that book, she has a prayer where there's a forgiveness prayer in there. And so I went in and I'll put a link of the book um, into the, the show notes, show notes. But I went into, I went ahead and I wrote down the letter and I inserted the person's name and then I prayed about it and I ripped it up okay I know that seems like that was a lot that happened but that's basically legit what I did so the people that were very simple that it took no time right like the person who I was like I don't remember what it was I was mad at them about I wrote the prayer inserted their name said it out loud said amen but in my mind and in my heart I knew that I was taking it seriously now on that list of 15 people I had three people that I struggled with the most because they hurt me the most now 
a lot of people will ask you whether or not you have to have a conversation with a person if you forgive them, if you need to, if you can do it. I think you can do it both ways. I don't think you have to have a conversation if it doesn't require a conversation. And the reason why I say that is it all de- depends on the relationship you want after the forgiveness. If I'm just giving you forgiveness to free myself, but I don't want anything from you, I don't need to talk to you. I don't need to have a conversation with you. I can forgive you on my own in my house and still never speak to you in a way that is more than just like, hey, girl, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm been good. Family's good. But I'm not carrying that burden around with me anymore. You understand? So one of the persons I had to, I forgave by myself on my own and really just wrote their name down I addressed for me what it was really about them like once I wrote down the offense and I knew what it was I really had to um go through like whatever it was and say okay was this worth this anger and this resentment and this bitterness bitterness for this period of time and I wrote the the prayer out you know prayed it and ripped it up another person I had to I had to have a conversation with her because the relationship was important to me because one I didn't understand how we had even gotten to that place so when I was trying to figure it out I at that point I was like well I didn't really do anything wrong so and I I know what she was doing but I'm not understanding and so finally we had a conversation and it turned out to be a miscommunication on both of our parts of what she assumed was happening and what I assumed was happening and how I took what she was giving to me and then I in return because again I say I can out petty you I assumed it was being petty and I went forth right and I still prior to us having a conversation I wrote the letter and did that but that was somebody that I needed to have a conversation with so that I can move forward and I'm grateful that I did that because is our relationship back to the way it was before no it isn't but I don't harbor any hard feelings, that energy that I had. And this was a family member, the energy that I had that I was, it was seeping out into family gatherings that I didn't want for everybody else. And so I really had to um, do what I needed to do to fix that on my part, right? The last person was my son's father. And I really didn't realize until... I was really doing this journey that I had not forgiven him. I just moved forward. I moved forward with my life and kind of moved on. You know, I would say, you know, he said, I apologize. Okay, I forgive you. But I never really on myself, like on my level to be able to do it, to be able to kind of make that a separate piece. I had to continue to do the work with forgiving him. It that took a whole different way. So I still did the other stuff. But I also had to grieve the loss, not only for myself, but for my son, because what I realized is that entering into that situation and knowing that, you know, once we found out we were pregnant and you have all these ideas of things that you want things to be, 
I realized that that would never be the case. And I've had conversations with my son where my son has asked me questions about like why we aren't together. And, you know, is sometimes, the, you know, they've been very easy questions. Like, oh, you know, things just didn't work out, whatever have you. And then other times, you know, he's older now and he, you know, told me, I don't want to hear the, oh, God blessed you with, <laughs> with two, two dads and, you know, that. And I was just like, well, okay then. And so having had that conversation with him and knowing that for me, I felt like I failed him because I felt like, well, maybe I should have, you know, it like you run your mind through, like, should you have tried to stick it out? Should you have tried to make it work? And the reality was no, because ultimately I made the best decision for us and it absolutely was. But I had that, that doubting and second guessing myself about whether or not it was the best decision I've really had to let that go. The next thing was, is that I had to ask God for forgiveness because I know that in my actions during that time, I literally like despised him and I did not want to talk to him and I did not want nothing to do with him. But I never even acknowledged the fact that he forgave me for so many other things that I was holding, holding on a grudge against him in some ways. And so I had, I had to ask him for for forgiveness and I had to allow him to just take that weight off of me. And then I had to forgive myself because even in that situation, I had to, I, I did probably some things that it made sense at the time, you know, cause you hurt and you're doing certain things, but I really had to forgive myself for how I acted during that time that, you know, did I do things out of pettiness, whatever the case may be, even after we were broken up and I was moving forward, you know, even forgiving myself and then having to really put into perspective, like how, things transpired outside of that and how I moved so I I did all of those things and I really felt like there was a release but the very last thing that I had to do in that situation is I then had to go to him and ask him for forgiveness because there were times where I wasn't very nice to him and I felt like I I deserved to be that way I felt like I deserved to act in retaliation for what he did to me. And the same thing with my family member, because of the way she was with me, I felt like I deserved to be mean. I deserved to be petty. But sometimes even with forgiveness and forgiving other people, depending on what that relationship is going to look like later, you have to ask for forgiveness too. And you have to be willing to hear them say, yes, they do or no, they don't. Everybody is not going to forgive us. Everybody is you're not going to forgive everybody. And when I say forgive, I'm uh, like forgive and forget. Like it doesn't take away. I don't think forgiveness takes away what people did to you. You, you're not going like that situation with my son. I was never going to go away. It, I had literally, my life is a daily reminder of what happened. His life is a daily reminder of what happened. We know that when we do have to move things a certain type of way when it comes to holidays or where the kid goes at this time like those are things that is just like you know man our life is different because of the choices that we made there's going to be situations like that but ultimately forgiveness is the only way you can move forward because what it really boils down to is that we deserve forgiveness. God forgives us every single day. We're not perfect. We do not 
we half the time the stuff that we do we don't even deserve God's forgiveness but he gives it to us he continues to bless us over and over and over again I am so fortunate for having the life that I have having the the family that I have I you know would I say necessarily I deserve it I mean God says I do so you know, I'm going to say I do, but do I feel like that every action that I've taken has put me in a position where I say, oh no, yeah, this is, I worked for this. I got this because I did X, Y, and Z. No, my life probably should have turned out a different way, but his grace and his mercy is what saved me, is what kept me, and it's what continues to keep me going. So my question to you is, is that if you know how you lived your life and God continues to forgive and continues to extend grace. Why is it that you can't look at someone else who's just as flawed as you are, just as human as you are, just as unknowing as you are and not forgive them to the point that you are not carrying their bricks or the bricks of that situation because it's a heavy burden it like I say it's not about like being all chummy and now we friends or now we back together that'll never be the case but I'm tired of carrying everybody bricks I'm tired of carrying the weight I was tired of being in a situation where I felt uncomfortable where I felt like I needed to now change who I was and everybody knows that you know when you're like in a mood and you're happy then you get around somebody that you like I don't like them your whole mood changes I'm tired of altering myself for somebody else period like I'm gonna be me regardless of the situation I am and if I have to forgive somebody and it's just in my heart in order to continue to be myself that's what I'm gonna do because at the end of the day God gonna bless me for being the bigger person and so I just really want to encourage and empower you all to really you know take a look at your list figure out who it is that you need to forgive, you know, see whether or not there's a a relationship that can become um, resolved from that and you all can have something, if it's something that you want. But I don't think that you have to have a relationship with every person that wronged you. No, because sometimes people don't deserve it. They don't deserve, you get one shot, right? And then you you do it and sometimes you get a second and and maybe, maybe even a third. It just depends on who you are. But for the most part, depending on how somebody hurts, you no they don't need to be in your life they don't need to be a part of your your circle or anything anything to that matter but what they shouldn't be able to do is still have power over you to alter your mood to alter your attitude to change your face to change your energy don't give anybody that much power at the end of the day it's not worth it to you it's not the and that they don't care like most of the people that I like maybe one or two people maybe I think like one or two people actually cared that I would forgive them right everybody else probably was like I didn't even know you was beefing like I just thought we just lost track of each other you know what I'm saying so sometimes we you hear that saying all the time is like having unforgiveness is like you you know you think you poisoning somebody else but you really drinking it or something like that whatever that saying goes stop poisoning yourself okay just let it go be able to you know address whatever issues you feel like you need to address and whatever you don't feel like you need to address don't at the end of the day you got to do what's best for you when it's right for you and all I'm here to do is to be able to give you some very practical solutions to be able to do some really really hard work 
Okay, guys, that's all for this week. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Remember to join the Slaying Self-Doubt community on Facebook. Have a great week. See ya.